As we head into this new year, maybe you've already started your micro school, your homeschool hybrid. Maybe you are just on the fence thinking about it. Maybe you've already started and you're thinking this is hard. Or maybe you're not starting because you think this could be difficult. And entrepreneurship is not a walk in the park. It's not always a war either. We have to be thinking very strategically about the importance of educational entrepreneurship and preparing ourselves accordingly so that we make it not only an incredible opportunity for ourselves, but for other people as well. Today, we're going to dive into the world of educational entrepreneurship, exploring the journey that bold teachers and parents are making in an effort to choose their own schools, chart their own unique paths, and transform lives. Today, we're going to uncover the inspiration, the challenges, the extraordinary rewards that come with this path that's less traveled. So if you're thinking about entrepreneurship or you're thinking, this is harder than what I thought, this episode is for you. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I'm definitely not going to toot your horn and tell you that, man, this isn't hard sometimes. And to tell you that there are times where I've been like, whoa, I'm extremely out of my comfort zone. And just hearing that, I know that there are people who are listening to this going, exactly why I haven't done it yet. And you know, I I look at my daughters in sports right now. They both are in competitive sports and I've got one who, wow, she will fight tooth and nail to do her very best. She's got this, this incredible fight in her, but she also is so nervous. My daughter's my youngest daughter. She's the one who comes to school with us still four years. I'd like to think that her tenacity, her grit is from watching her mom and dad build the school from the ground up. But I can't say that necessarily because my other daughter has too. And my youngest daughter, she's got the grit and the perseverance. Like she's not going down without a fight, but I'll tell you what, she can fight tooth and nail when she has to get out of her comfort zone. And she is a star soccer player, star. She is amazing. And she will get herself worked up into a tizzy if she's got to go to a new camp or play on a new team. Even though she wants to go and she excels, she just works herself up into a tizzy. Now, my oldest daughter, she's more reserved. She's more introverted. And she's she's my flight girl. 
I got my youngest girl. She's my fight girl. She'll fight her way through things. My oldest girl is the flight girl. She's like, I'm out. This is hard. This is tough. I'm not in it. And I can tell you, my youngest daughter, Jolie, the fighter, she gets up from my husband because when times are tough or we're going through the ringer or we're having like decision fatigue or we've got to like make some really hard choices, my husband will go up to the plate. He's on the front lines and he's ready to do some damage. He's ready to like figure the stuff out. Where me, I'm like, I'm out. I can't handle this. I need time to talk. I need time to think about it. I need to go sit in my rocking chair. I need to just figure this out. I need to journal a thousand times. I need to call people for help. I need to sit with my thoughts, but don't let me sit there for too long because I'm going to talk myself out of this. I'm like very much need time to process. That's how my oldest daughter is. And I tell you that because we can approach this journey in so many different ways. But then I look at myself and I'm like, Okay, although I want to flight and just like totally head out of town whenever things get hard, I somehow still fight my way through it and end up on the other side. So you're, if you, I'm listening, I listen to me. If you are going, I'm just not that strong. I'm not that tough. I really don't. I'm not a fighter. I just want to, I just want to turn my back and walk away. I know how that feels. I'm right there with you. I'm four years into this. And I've had to make myself do hard things. If you're the fighter, let me tell you, you have got the advantage, baby, because when it when push comes to shove, you are ready to blaze that trail. And I think that is amazing. I wish that I had that in me. I do to an extent, but I don't, I'm not as strong as looking at my husband in that in that aspect. And I see my daughters and I'm like, okay. I know that they are going through hard times right now. I know that this is extremely uncomfortable for them. And the mother in me wants to nurture them and coddle them. And I'm sure that I have done that too much during certain seasons of their life. And I look at myself now and I'm like, no one's here to coddle me and, 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 and tell me like, let's just wait this out for the next two years. No, I have to make decisions and you are too. And sometimes it's hard, very, very hard. And we are really stretched and we have to get out of our comfort zone. And I, my daughter was struggling to go to this new camp the other day. And she was going to have to meet all these new people. And she was going to have to be with the boys. And I'm like, Jolie, and I'm thinking to myself, she's so great at soccer. She's so strong at it, my friends. I mean, I'm not here to boast about it. I just, I see this natural gift in her. And yet she's worked herself up to not want to go. And I think... How many people look at us as like, you've got it. You're so natural at this. You're so strong. But on the inside, we're like, no, I'm not. And I thought, what would I do? Just turn around and be like, you don't have to go. I mean, I can't imagine being what, where that would have left me in life if I would have just looked at every obstacle as being hard and turned around. And let me tell you, I'm in the middle of, of an obstacle right now. It is not fun. It's hard. I have a lot of advisors around me. I have a lot of people that are that are praying for me and our school and our families and all the things that come with it. But I can also tell you, I see the light, man. I see God's goodness in this. And I know that the weapons are my, of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty and pulling down strongholds. God says that in Ephesians. 
And so I'm sharing this testimony with you because it's really easy for people to say, this is so easy and this is so wonderful and there'll never be a hard time and this is success overnight and this is easy breezy and you left you left your comfortable teaching job to embrace this new inspiring awesome creative ex, ex, thrilling moment and then you get into it and it's hard and you you're gonna look at me and be like i cannot believe she didn't tell me that no that's not what i'm here to do we're here to change lives but we're here to also change our own and it's not easy change is not easy I wanted to stay in my home for so long because I did not want to go against doing hard things. And it was the best decision that I've ever made was to get the school out of our house and into this new territory. So why embrace educational entrepreneurship when it's hard? Why? Why why go through that? It's hard. Why do we have to do it? Well, you know, I think about my daughter and such as for soccer and for volleyball and and. And doing your homework, getting the grades and whatever else it is. Like, what else are we going to do? Are we just going to not have a spark of inspiration? That's number one. Because what compels educators and parents to step into the realm of entrepreneurship is one in which is a personal story. It's a moment where you felt the spark, the burning desire to provide this authentic learning environment, to teach unconventionally. You want to innovate. You want to have a passion. That's why... It's worth it. The spark of innovation, but why do we need innovation? Why do we need to have that spark? Number one is, can you imagine going through life feeling very unmotivated? Inspiration acts as a driving force that not only motivates you, let's say you go start a school, it motivates you to pursue so many goals, to overcome so many obstacles, to give yourself more uncharted territory than what you ever thought ever imaginable financially spiritually time money all of that now that doesn't mean that it just comes so you know instantaneously no you've got to work through some kinks you got to sell some rough waters but it provides energy have you ever just not had energy don't you think it totally stinks when you don't have energy now imagine if you feel like that just on a daily basis in your job to not have energy, to not have enthusiasm. That's why educational entrepreneurship is here to stay. That's why it's important. So that you can have a spark in of, of innovation even when it's hard. Because the, hard, the, the great days far outweigh the hard days. And the reason why you want to have this spark of inspiration is for your creativity. We are meant to create. It encourages us to think outside the box, to explore new ideas that make us feel empowered, that make us feel successful, that make us feel like we have a voice. It gives us a positive outlook. Instead of feeling like I'm just a part of the system and I can only make this much and I can only have this much time off and I can only teach this way. Oh my gosh. So much more increased productivity. So much more inspiration, enthusiasm, passion leads you to literally a heightened focus, efficiency, this greater willingness to invest your time and effort. And honestly, personal growth, I cannot even tell you personally how much I have grown because of entrepreneurship. And when you're not growing, you're dead. We know that, right? Stagnation is literally the enemy of a thriving life. Seriously, absolutely the enemy of it. When you're not inspired, 
Let me tell you what happens. In entrepreneurship, oh, let me tell you, you're going to have sparks of inspiration. Trust you me. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, you are. When you don't, let me tell you the challenges that are going to arise. You're not going to feel motivated. You are going to struggle to find the motivation to tackle, task, or pursue goals because you're not sparked. You're going to have this creativity block, this absence of inspiration, Have you ever felt like that? God, I just don't feel creative. I just don't have any new ideas. My problem solving is just so rigid, just conventional, which literally can lead to so much emotional distress. I'm telling you, I'm I'm right here. I know I'm preaching to the choir. I am the choir. A lack of inspiration contributes to feelings of apathy. Totally sucks. Frustration, disconnection. It absolutely impacts your overwhelm and satisfaction for a personal and professional life. And guys, when we are not producing resilience, we tend to just live a life of decreased, hard, lack of inspiration and setbacks. Like every time you have a setback, it's harder to get back to it because you've not built up the resilience. And every time my daughters go and do something that they don't want to do because they think it's going to be hard, they always get into the car and they look a thousand pounds lighter and they breathe in better and they, there's a light, there's this thing that's chipped off of them, even though they didn't want to do it. Have you ever felt like that? Like, oh, I don't want to do this, but then you go do it and you're like, oh God, why did I resist it so much? Inspiration is literally a catalyst for positive change, motivation, personal growth. That is why even when it's hard, the spark of inspiration is there. Another reason why educational entrepreneurship is so worth it, even though it's hard, it's your grit and your growth, my friends. There is a journey in entrepreneurship that is high and low. And some, listen, we are forging our own path. And it is essential that we have grit. And I'm not just saying it to sound like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid for all the grit and the growth mindset. No, it's, it's legitimate. Grit is legit, okay? Because overcoming obstacles, embracing things that don't work, failure, setbacks, let me tell you, they are not, they've been nothing but stepping stones to growth. And in the moment, oh my God, it's hard. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. But then you come out of it and it's like, you feel like a renewed woman, man. You feel so renewed. What a difference it can make in your life. And so the reason why it's important to know that in educational entrepreneurship, you're going to have grit. You're going to have growth because it makes you more adaptable to, to your finances, to your marriage, to your relationships. You learn how to shift. You learn how to gather opportunities for growth rather than run away from them. And of course, you are building a stronger foundation for your heart, for your mind. Building a strong foundation is so imperative as a person because there is a necessity of enduring challenges and continuously growing to be better equipped to create a robust, sustainable school, sustainable life that withstands the test of time. Like literally, you're going to have time where you're going to be tested in your marriage, in your finances, in your parenting. And if what are we going to do if we are refined by the fire? And it hurts. I get it. It's hard sometimes. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing harder than waking up and feeling so unmotivated. There's nothing harder than waking up and feeling so stressed because you've got goals 
maybe financial or time goals, and you won't ever get to them because you are being told what to do by other people. That is not fun. This is why grit, growth, so imperative on this journey of educational entrepreneurship. You know, and and there's the advantages of having an entrepreneurial spirit because I don't want to break free from the comfort zone. And I know you don't either. But let me tell you, there are tangible benefits that come with building your own school and teaching in your unique way. You just have this spirit that is like so unique, so different. You get the freedom to innovate, the joy of witnessing direct impact, unlimited earning potential, unlimited ways of doing school, doing learning, doing business, amazing, profound advantages that absolutely make the journey worthwhile. And number four, let me tell you, there is a call for change, man. We cannot just stay comfortable. There is this innate desire for change. That's what we're supposed to do. That's the seasons change. The day turns into night. The night turns into day. The clock changes. The morning turns into noon, turns into evening, turns into night. Like we are accustomed to change, yet we fight it so bad. And it's okay. There's fear in changing. Just sit with that. Just notice I am like really fearful to change right now. But let me tell you, if you don't change, what is going to change? Exploring the potential of transforming your life, children's lives, changing the educational landscape, landscape, It is a ripple effect, and that's what you get to have on your community. You know, there is absolutely the other side of the journey, but it only comes to those who who literally await and embrace educational entrepreneurship wholeheartedly, my friends, not half-heartedly, wholeheartedly. You got to be in. You cannot be one foot in, one foot out. You may feel like you're one foot in, one foot out, but you got to, you got to get in. You got to put the feet in. You can't dip your toes into this. You got to go all in. You have to. You don't get to the other side by sticking your toe over there. No, you got your toe on the other side. You're not on the other side. And I want you to think about that. Are you ready to invest wholeheartedly? Because if you are, watch out. Let me tell you, you are going to be unstoppable. But if you are going in and out and in and out and in and out, you're double-minded. And I've been there before. And God says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And if you're feeling unstable, you're probably dealing with a double mind. Let me tell you, I've been there before. Totally. I've totally had moments where I was not wholeheartedly in it only because I was fearful, only because I was resisting change. And let me tell you, whenever I decide, whoo, I'm ready to go, there is triumph. There's this immeasurable satisfaction of seeing literally what you can produce. Like when God made the world and all of creation in seven days and how he set back in six days and how he set back on the seventh day and just looked at it all and he was so well pleased. We are made in his image and that's what we get to do as well. There's this deep sense of purpose that comes from creating something truly meaningful. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want you to reflect on the possibilities that truly do await on the path of educational entrepreneurship. And yes, the journey will be challenging, but the impact is immeasurable. You can completely unleash your inner education maverick and create a legacy of learning. And I want to be there to help you. 
I would love to be your coach throughout this. You can head over to teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. See which package is best for you. Email me. Let's chat. Let's figure out what would be the best plan for you. Do you just need to get unstuck? Do you need someone to hold your hand for the next several months? Maybe it's just over the next couple of months that you need help. Maybe we can just start there. Maybe we just need to start with one session. Maybe we'll go into a couple months. Maybe you're ready for the next four or five months for someone to be walking this path with you. I want to be there for you. Head on over to teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. And until then, I'll see you on the other side in the social media world. And that's the Teachers Let Your Light Shine micro school community. Until then, start allowing yourself to dream and embrace this wholeheartedly and say, I'm in it to win it. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.